Do not, Do worry. not worry. All right, I think we are recording. Uh, hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Do Not Worry. I am your host, Anthony, coming to you from the heart of Beirut, Njaitewe. Um, I would really appreciate if you guys could like and subscribe. Uh, liking this video would help out just because this is a brand new YouTube channel, brand new show. Um, it's going to get buried in the algorithm on YouTube. No one's ever, ever going to find this. So any kind of engagement would be very helpful. Also, subscribing would be very awesome. You guys will know whenever I drop a new episode. And I'm trying to hit a milestone of 500 subscribers. So thank you guys. I really appreciate it. And if you're watching on Instagram, you could click the link in my bio and that'll redirect you directly to the YouTube channel where you can uh, subscribe. We have a lot of interesting things to talk about today, including Army Hammer's weird sex messages, which we're going to go through together. Um, I'm briefly going to touch on the Ingrid Bawab situation. I know it's been a while, but I just want to talk about it just a little bit. Um, quarantine in Lebanon. People are freaking out. What is popular on Lebanese Netflix? And I'm also going to share uh, one of my favorite Lebanese influencers so that you guys don't think I completely hate everyone. But anyways, before we get into any of these topics, I just wanted to take a second and talk about what is Do Not Worry, like what is this podcast basically and what can you guys expect from it? Um, well, um, if you guys have been following me for any period of time, you would know that I've, I've been making content for like YouTube for, for quite some time. It's been over five years, like seven years at this point, I want to say. And five of those years I've been with Iron Hayoka here in Lebanon and it's been a blast. And I think almost two years ago, I started a new show called The Dip, which was on Hayoka. It was a show that I liked, kind of allowed me to talk about whatever I wanted, kind of like this podcast. But once the revolution happened in October of 2019, um, I found it very difficult to make any kind of video, any kind of content. I felt like the country was going through something extremely serious. And I don't know, I just didn't have it in me. I couldn't think of any, any topic I would think about that I thought would be interesting would just seem to be just kind of silly or not important. Whether it was talking about a movie or pop culture or making fun of an, of an influencer like, uh, like Daddy Foodie. So for about a whole year, this since October of 2019, until today, I've barely made anything. I've made a couple of parodies, uh, for like Nimit parodies. I've made one Dana Hurani parody, which has inspired the name of the show. Thank you, Dana. Other than that, I've, I've laid low and I've really wanted to, to get back into the game, not because I'm looking for fame or anything like that, not at all. I just need a platform. I miss having a platform where I can talk to you guys, where I can share my thoughts on a lot of the random topics and things that are happening today. So this is why I kind of wanted to come back with a podcast. And now that we're in lockdown, I'm quarantining alone by myself. So I need something to keep me busy at home. So I figured like this would be the perfect opportunity. So here we are. This is Do Not Worry. And hopefully, I mean, it's going to allow me to talk about all sorts of things. I'm going to talk about movies. I'm going to talk about TV. I'm going to talk about video games. I'm going to talk about influencers. I'm going to talk about living in Lebanon. I'm going to talk about living in the States and potentially if I ever have to move or leave this country, uh, chronicle my, my adventures around the world. This is kind of going to be just my way of talking to the world. This is where sort of, um, I don't know, you can, the hub of everything that is Anthony and that is me, you will find it on this podcast. I would hope so. And I hope that you guys enjoy it. And, um, you know, I know it's weird because I'm, I'm hosting this by myself and I considered obviously having a co-host. I considered making this an interview show, but honestly with COVID right now, it's very complicated to find a co-host or, or do anything consistent with someone. 
And I didn't want to do like shitty Zoom interviews and shitty Zoom calls and with crappy Wi-Fi and stuff like that. So I figured honestly, it might be best for just for me to, to kick this off. Am I closing the door and saying there is never going to be an interview on the show? Absolutely not. Um, especially the, when we have like certain topics that need sort of specialists or something. I would love to find a way to get a guest on here. Does that mean there will never be a co-host or a guest co-host? Absolutely not. That will that can definitely happen. Just for now, I figured the best and easiest way to start would be by myself. And this is a tiny little operation. I'm doing this in my bedroom. So that's do not worry in a nutshell. Um, I'm definitely leaving some things out, but you know, I'll add them as, as we keep going. Now, before we get into the other topics, there is one more like huge disclaimer that I want to make. And it's kind of related to why I stopped making videos over the last year is that I know the country is going through a lot of shit. Okay. I know we have COVID ruining like the economy. I know we have the Beirut blast that happened. Um, poverty, uh, hunger, all of that. All that shit. I know it's happening and I'm very aware of it. Um, I lost a family member uh, to COVID. Um, my work has been affected by COVID and by the situation in Lebanon. Um, I was in this room when the Beirut blast happened. Um, this desk has like is all scratched up because of that blast. Some of the skateboards you see behind me have pieces of glass like embedded within them. Um, I am reminded of this blast every single day because I still live here. I was sitting on the, at this desk when I heard sort of the first part of the explosion. Um, anywhere I walk in this, this whole apartment, I am reminded constantly. It's like a prison. So while yes, I am going to be talking about a lot of bullshit and stupid stuff and influencers hitting their dogs and um, just random shit. Please do not think that for a second I take for granted what is happening in Lebanon or that I don't know sort of the real pain that people are going through. It's if anything, it's like honestly a dark cloud that follows me everywhere. And um, as hard as I try not to think about the explosion and that day, it is impossible not to. And we all saw things that we'll never forget that day. We all the crying and the screams that we heard. It's it's marked within me. So. I want to try to keep this podcast light usually, and I don't want to get back to this, but I, I hope that this sort of one-time disclaimer sort of just lets you guys know that I know the pain that everyone's going through and I've gone through it myself. And a lot of, a lot of my loved ones have gone through it as well. And me talking about dumber, lighter shit is in no way trying to discount or ignore the more important stuff that is happening. And there are other podcasts that are doing it great, like Saturday with my buddy Moin and, and the, his co-host Medea. Um, they're getting these great interviews with some really important folks. And if you want sort of more politically charged podcasts, that's the one, you know, this, this won't be it, but I, I am very aware of what's going on. And I just wanted to sort of touch on that a little bit. Okay. So army hammer, um, famous actor, army hammer, who was in call me by your name. He almost played Batman in George Miller's scrapped justice league movie back in the day. Fun fact. He was in like the major flop. What was it called? The Lone Ranger. Anyways, Army Hammer is in some hot water because a number of like DMs, weird texts and direct messages he sent women over the years have leaked where he's pretty weird. Like he, he says like cannibal type shit, like I'm going to drink your blood and stuff like that. Let's let's get into it because it, it is very strange. And look, I'm not here to judge the guy. I don't know what he's into sexually. I'm not here to act like all pure, like I've never sent weird, creepy messages, not creepy, but like, you know, I've never gotten that weird. So I'm not here to judge the guy. All right. Let's just 
but once you get into the content, it is kind of weird and it's pretty intense. So for example, um, blah, 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 blah. Elizabeth Chambers, the former spouse of the Call Me By Your Name star, said the graphic content in which Hammer allegedly wrote to one unspecified woman, I chase you down and pounce on you so fast if you try to walk away. He also wrote to another woman, you just live to obey and be my slave. I will own you. That's my soul, my brain, my spirit, my body. Would you come and be my property till you die? If I wanted to cut off one of your toes and keep it with me in my pocket so I always had a piece of you in my possession? That's fucking weird, all right? Again, I don't know what they were into. I don't know if this was consensual, but it definitely is strange. In one undated message, Hammer allegedly wrote to a mystery woman, I feel like the same way you are on one side of the slave spectrum, I am on the other side of the master spectrum, and I can't ever imagine another slave. Again, that's kind of weird. Why are you bringing in the whole slave master dynamic in here? Again, if it was some weird role play and it was consensual with his partner, then sure, we shouldn't even be reading this shit. I mean, to be honest with you, this is private stuff. But I mean, hey, it's out there. Hey, my fault. I got to make a show entertaining. Okay, it's, it's locked down. Neither Hammer nor a representative has confirmed that he's the author of these messages. So it's important to keep in mind, this is not verified. And uh, he's had to drop out of a movie. What is it called? A Shotgun Wedding with uh he was supposed to star in that with jennifer lopez he's out which means there's definitely some truth to this all right he's definitely sent some of these messages more direct messages from army hammer again not confirmed that it's him you're my angel you're made to save me you're mine you hear me say it now i'm yours i belong to you say that you're mine m-i-n-e in all caps i own you now i'll own you forever i do i'm yours daddy Good girl. Okay, you see, so like the fact that she says, I do, I'm yours, daddy. I can't believe what episode one's going pretty well so far, isn't it? But anyways, the fact that she's saying it shows that it is consensual, at least this part of the conversation. Good girl, your body's so fucking perfect and it's mine and I'm into you. I need your blood. I crave it. Will you give it to me tomorrow? Don't forget that you're mine. Uh, now, she responds, uh, that topic, once again, it is very intense. I'm intense. I need your blood. I want you to feed with me. I want you to, I want you to feed me with it. Again, some weird shit, Army Hammer. Some weird shit. More messages. Need your help ASAP, kitten. Yeah, apparently he calls all the women he interacts with online kittens. So he's kind of like a Carol, uh, what's her name? You know, lady who killed her husband on Tiger King. Need your help ASAP, kitten. Are you around? I'll phone you later. Yes, how may I be of help, daddy? Again, seems consensual. Oh my God, when you call me like it, I get so horny. I need to drink your blood. Why the distance? I'm yours, daddy. I will help you. I need you to rent us a place and set it up with a list of things I'll mail you about. So I want to see someone leak that list of things that he's emailing her. That's what I want to see. Of course, where I'm going to be so naughty and kinky with you there. Oh, the possibilities. <laughs> so, I mean, look. It's pretty cringe. It's pretty fucked up. Okay, something else. Oh my God, that just made me so hard and it makes me confused as to why. Is that even possible? So hard, thinking of holding your heart in my hand and controlling when it beats. I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck, that's scary to admit. I've never admitted that before. I've cut the heart out of a living animal before and eaten it while still warm. What the fuck, Army Hammer? Bro, what the fuck? This shit is fucking weird and unnecessary. I get you want to get kinky and horny, but like, 
Like, this is some fucking, like, revenant shit, man. What is this? That's weird. That's very weird. It's weird. So, I mean, yeah. He's out of that movie. Uh, that's arm. That's what's going on with Army Hammer this week. Um, pff, let me know what you guys think. Have you sent weird messages like that? Or what's the weirdest thing you've sent or have received before? Let me know if it's as weird as this. Okay, so there was this minor controversy on Twitter over the weekend because of this like European traveler called Indigo Traveler. He's pretty huge on YouTube. He's got over 800,000 subscriptions. And he came to Lebanon not too long ago. And the title of his latest video was Lebanon's Black Market Exchange Rate, Super Cheap for Foreigners. And he wrote like $1 equals to 10,000 Lebanese Liras. I get why people on Twitter would get upset. I mean, initially, like we're not used to this as Lebanese people. You know what I mean? But I mean, we have to get used to this. We are the kind of country that at this point offers a beneficial exchange rate for people coming from the US or from Europe. We, it stings and it hurts. But that's the reality. This is what we've done when we went to other countries with lower exchange rates, when we had access to dollars. So it stings, it hurts. I don't blame the guy for the thumbnail. This is YouTube. You got to hustle. You got to have something dramatic so that people click and watch. That's not the issue. What I found weird was his choice of an intro for the video. Check this out. That, that, I mean, it is super strange to me. Uh, go. Here with Badir again, basically keeping me alive here and living on, <laughs> right? That's, uh, that's a hard task. <laughs> starts okay enough. Yeah. He's talking to yeah, this yeah, guy. Right. Standing at like Roche or something. Welcome to Lebanon. <laughs> Welcome to Lebanon. <laughs> What's up with the hip hop, dude? And like against, on top of all these shots of people suffering and shit. So I found that weird. Okay, let's play that again. Like that is fucking intense. Uh, here we go. Eight seconds. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard you had your, hand had your hands full. <laughs> Normal Welcome enough. Welcome to Lebanon. <laughs> uh, war, poverty, pain, hunger. Uh, Lebanon, Lebanon. Uh, uh, what, what the fuck is this, dude? But, okay. Now, granted, I made fun of him for that. To be fair, at the end of this video, he reveals that he was able to raise over $100,000 for Lebanon thanks to his viewers so yeah i'm fucking with you because of your intro but like the guy did honestly more than 99 percent of lebanese people so uh yeah i mean uh, look the, the controversy is kind of pointless i just wanted to fuck with that intro but hundred thousand dollars that is fucking awesome and i went back and saw some of his other videos uh, about lebanon and he doesn't have that hip-hop music in the entrance in the like introduction it's more of just gunshots which again not great but I mean, hey, the guy raised $100,000, can't complain. I just found that intro kind of funny. I wanted to take a second to quickly talk about the Lebanese Netflix top 10. I've always been obsessed with sort of box office and what movies and what TV shows are performing well. Now that movie theaters are all closed, kind of the Netflix top 10 is as close as I can get to. So what is the top 10 today in Lebanon on Thursday, January 14th? Number one, we have Lupin. Starring Omar Sy. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's, a, I think, a mini-series or like a series. Um, seems pretty good. Number one, so people are interested. Number two, Bridgerton, which I heard is like a cross between uh, Gossip Girl and these old-timey shows. Number three, Hotel Transylvania 3. It's that Adam Sandler comedy. Number four, we have Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit is a fantastic show. I've seen it. It is brilliant. Number five, Suits. Uh, haven't, I've never seen that show. Apparently, there's some new episodes added. 
So Suits is at number five. Friends is at number six. Look, I understand people who still watch Friends. They kind of weird me out. We'll talk about that in a second. Number seven, Cobra Kai. Fuck yes, Cobra Kai is badass. And the newest season is also really, really cool. Brilliant. I love seeing that it's at number seven. I like that it's doing well. And number eight, we have Focus, a movie starring Will Smith and Margot Robbie. Look, I've never seen Focus because I heard it was shit, so I never saw it. But put Margot Robbie on a movie poster, you're likely to get that movie in the top 10, especially in Lebanon. So, hey, good for her. Uh, we Can Be Heroes is at number 10. That is like, it's a Robert Rodriguez movie. Again, haven't seen it, uh, but it's sort of like the Spy Kids movies. So if you're into those, you'll probably be into that one. And at number 10, Tiny Pretty Things, which sounds like Pretty Little Liars. Um, not seen it. Looks like a Netflix series. The one thing, the one question mark is always friends. People who still watch friends like on a daily basis. I, I find you weird. Not going to lie. It's weird. I get it. We're in quarantine. We're on lockdown and like friends is this classic feel good comfort food type of show. But like there's, there's a lot more shit to watch. So get to it. I'd say, um, this next topic, uh, Ingrid Bawab, I honestly wasn't sure if I really wanted to talk about it because about two weeks went by and I don't know, I went back and forth, but here's my, my two cents on the situation about two weeks ago, just some background for those who don't know the story. And we're not going to look at the video, but two weeks ago, a video went viral online of a lady beating a dog in the street. A couple hours later, um, we find out that the lady in the video is actually Ingrid Bawab, who is a local influencer, singer, um, she works in television as well. Um, I don't know Ingrid in person, uh, although I think we do have a lot of mutual friends. We have like over a hundred mutual followers and people on, on Instagram and stuff. So we definitely know a lot of people in common. Um, look, my initial reaction, I was hanging out with two friends and one of my friends mentions, hey, there's a video of a lady beating a dog. I was like, I don't want to see it. That shit usually just pisses me off. I don't like seeing animals being hit. About 30 minutes later, I'm scrolling on my own Instagram and I come across that same exact video, but this time it's tagged and it says, it looks like the person in that video is Ingrid Bawab. My fucking antennas go up right away. Why? Because I fucking hate influencers. I'm going to be honest, nothing against Ingrid. I don't know where she might be like the sweetest lady, although I have reason to suspect she's not. Um, you know, I, I was like, okay, now I'm kind of interested. Not because I didn't care about the animal before and all of a sudden now I care. No, but like when you're a public figure, you have that extra responsibility to be careful what you do in public. You know what I mean? And look, she released an apology and she explained that she, the dog had run away and she was really afraid for it. And I believe her. I genuinely believe that she was afraid and terrified. And I don't think this is how she normally treats her dog. But again, that video was pretty damning. And you have to understand that people are going to get mad when there's a video of you like brutally beating the fuck out of that dog and whipping it with a leash. Now, again, the, the people who like called her a cunt or sent her death threats, are they justified? In no way. Not only is that like people were saying you're bullying her. That's not bullying. That is straight up harassment. That is violence. You're threatening her. And I think you could go to the authorities if you feel like one of these threats was genuine. But for people simply calling her out, for beating the fuck out of her dog. I don't think that's virtue signaling. I don't think that's us being holier than thou. I think when a public figure does something wrong in public, the public has a right to comment on it in a respectful way without, obviously without harassing her and without hurting her feelings. But I mean, at the end of the day, there's a video of a popular Lebanese figure beating a dog in public. People are going to talk about it, but we need to know how to talk about these things. And secondly, if someone like me decides to get online and talk about Ingrid, 
and criticize her, I think I owe it to her to give her a second chance. And I owe it to her to give her a platform of whenever she does want to come back to Instagram or you know, public life or whatever, let's give her a chance and let's give her the benefit of the doubt. She fucked up. No one, I mean, no one wants to be in her position, obviously. And she's going to have a hard time living down that video. Because at the end of the day, everyone loves pets and dogs and puppies and kittens. And no one wants to be in a video hitting one, definitely. So she kind of has a PR nightmare on her hands. But does that mean she's not, not allowed to work? She's, she should be ostracized and cast out of society? Absolutely not. We've all fucked up. Thankfully, we don't have all these fuck-ups on camera. And I think the path, I mean, I definitely think she can come back. She, the only thing I would ask is for her to, because in her apology, she was very defensive. She was mostly upset about the mean comments she was getting. Where I think she just, just needs to, to, I think, demonstrate that she went, like, maybe some kind of anger management or something. Something to show that she has now learned that her reaction to what the animal did was wrong. The animal running away, dude, I have a cat. My cat's run away like three times, and he tries to run away every other day. Okay, hitting animals won't help. So as long as she just shows that, look, I fucked up, I, I'm taking responsibility for my actions and I'm, I've undergone like anger management or something. I don't want the dog to go get more training. She needs to get some kind of training. Honestly, that's all I have to say on the matter. I hope she can come back. I'm not trying to do this to be critical of her. Um, I just want to put it out there that I do want you to come back. Um, I don't think anyone needs to be canceled unless they really do something fucking horrible. And I do think your heart was in the right place. Did you do the absolute wrong thing? Absolutely. Was your apology a bit too defensive? Yes. And that's why I think people reacted strongly. But to those people who harassed her and sent her death threats, fuck you guys. That's not how we do things. And I honestly wish you the best. And I hope you can come back stronger and better than ever. Given that we've just talked about Ingrid and... I've criticized her a little bit and I've, you know, talked about my disdain and hatred for Lebanese influencers. I actually want to share, you know, and talk about an influencer, a Lebanese influencer who I really like, who I genuinely love. And I want to try to share a talk about one new influencer every week to try to, you know, change the conversation and show you guys that I'm not just like a Grinch. Um, and the first influencer I'm going to talk about this week is Enis Tabith. Now, I've known Enis for a few years. We're technically friends. So... You could be saying that I'm cheating, but let me tell you why I love and what I love about Anise. So to me, if someone wants to be an influencer or you want to be like a, you know, source of information or credibility for any kind of subject, you need to have that credibility. You need to show that you have passion for, for that thing that you're advocating. And I can't think of a bigger advocate for film than Anise. If you go to his house, his walls are plastered with like vintage movie posters and he's got like walls worth of Blu-rays and DVDs. Like, Enis loves film through and through. You feel it when you talk to him. You know, you just, you, it oozes out of him from his nose, from his ears, everything. Like, there's very little about Enis that is not genuine. Um, if you've been on his Twitter lately, he might have been a little bit more political. Can you blame him, though? The country's going to shit, so Enis is very angry. And he's very vocal about it on Twitter, which I respect. He doesn't take shit from anyone. But Enis is honestly someone I've looked up to for a very long time. His blog, Let's Talk About Movies, um, has been going for fucking years. It's as successful as ever. His show with Danny on Heyoka, Movie Court, which I miss a lot, was a great fucking show. And I had a blast anytime I, I could be there on it with them. But they're not all bad, folks. Enis is one of the good ones. He's one of the real ones. He's one of the OG influencers in Lebanon. He doesn't give... And I'm sure he hates the fact that I'm even referring to him as an influencer. But it is what it is, man. You're an influencer, but... Um, you're great. We miss you. I think Anis needs to do more on camera, to be honest. I think Anis should be starting his own podcast. I think there's a lot Anis could do. 
and um, I miss him. It's like I miss a lot of you, but I miss Enis a lot. I haven't seen him in a while, especially, I mean, COVID hasn't made anything easy for anyone. But he's one of the real ones, man. Like, he's the Lebanese Chris Stuckman. He's been doing it since the fucking OG days. And he might not know that I've looked up to him for quite a long time. And, um, you know, he's a big influence on me. And on that note, on that note, I would like to thank you guys for watching the first episode of Do Not Worry. Again, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, I would really love it if you guys could subscribe. Hit the like button, leave a comment. Let me know if there's topics that you guys would like me to discuss. Um, follow me on Instagram at Anthony Sargon. There's also the Do Not Worry podcast page that you can follow on Instagram. All these links are going to be at the bottom. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, I really appreciate it. And have a good lockdown. Do not, Do worry. not worry.